Yeah. So wow. Now that I'm in front of the screen, it's uh, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> What's up? What's up? How's this gonna work? I don't know. Um, we could just say "wow" over and over again. <laughs> That'd be good material. Um, how's it been? I mean, you're finishing school. Yeah. So how's that going? I don't want to be in school anymore. I mean, you're close to finishing though, right? Yeah, I graduate on May 11th. Yeah, I have graduation at the same time. I finished in December, but I'm... Oh, you're actually having like a... Oh, you still like graduate then? Yeah, so there's really no like process there for their graduation ceremony. Um, But yeah, so like when I was looking at all the information, there's like a start date to start picking up Captain Gowns. There's, like, no tickets. Seating is just, like, a first-come, first-served basis. Even, like, the whole lineup. There's no line of communication where I tell anyone, like, I will be at graduation. You will see me there. So I don't know how they get any type of idea of, like, headcounts. I'm just going to go into it, I guess. I'm going to show up on graduation, and hopefully they call my name. (laughs) I mean, for us, it's only ticketed, apparently, if it's, like, indoors, because it can be outdoors. Okay. Since we're such a small college, we only have like three something for graduating class. For the uh, amount of history majors, I think for the entire college, there's like 30 something, maybe. Do you like know everyone then? I mean, vaguely. Like, most of the time when I've been in history classes, like, I've been in classes with people already. But yeah. there's also a lot of history minors mm-hmm. because you, you choose to, you know, a different minor from your department and stuff. So, like, there's a lot of people who are history minors because they're like, I don't want to major in history. That's a terrible idea, but I'll, <laughs> I'll minor in it. <laughs> okay, I see. Gotcha. Because there's like weird people who will like major in a science and then minor in history because they're just interested in history, but they don't want to major in history sure. because it's not super lucrative compared to a science major of some kind, especially because like, I mean, our history department's pretty good here, but there's a lot of good science majors uh, departments too. So people are probably more apt to major in that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult, I imagine, with, like, a history uh, degree, because it's, like, what, what do you do? I know you've mentioned, like, you could do further education or getting master's and doctorate programs. Um, and what else is there? I mean, I know there's the route of, like, teaching one could go through. Um, you work at a museum and curate things, or you work as an archivist, like... Mm-hmm. Or I guess a historical consultant of some kind, but I'm not sure how one would get hired for that. Like, there's not much that's lucrative in the field in terms of, like, outside of teaching. Because, like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, it's pretty much just passing on more historical knowledge forward Mm. because it's important. But there's not much application to it in terms of, like, I guess, an economically viable skill. Yeah. I mean, like, what kind of job is going to pay the bills? (laughs) I mean, teaching barely, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're a professor and you actually get like a full-time position, which is already extremely difficult in the first place to get like a full-time, well-paid position, yeah, you'll be doing fine. You'll be doing probably great. But, okay. you know, the very, very, very limited amount of positions for that compared to the number of people who go get a PhD. Right. Because, um, I mean, there's definitely limitations. Like, they definitely top it off like how many people are allowed in like a phd program because they only have so much funding to offer people but mm-hmm. the amount of jobs that are actually available to become a history professor 
And I've just heard so many bad things about, like, getting into, like, academia. So many just, like, horror stories of, like, getting barely paid, like, $20,000, not having health insurance, and uh, just, like, a bunch of really awful things being a professor. I mean, the college I went to before this, like, the professors that taught two of my classes, they were, like, part-time professors. They had other jobs, like they were doing other jobs kind of in the field like so they were just a part-time professor teaching like two classes and getting paid like not very much which that's not the case here almost everyone here is like a full-time professor yeah and actually like has a full-time position for the most part Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming get is getting paid a decent salary of some kind hopefully i mean you're also in the middle of nowhere um so it's also another thing of like do they really want to live there or, you know? I mean, really the only benefit I could see as a professor is the cost of living is like obscenely cheap. So almost no matter what you're getting paid, you can like live here. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. But there's very little to do here besides go to Walmart. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in addition to the, the senioritis stuff, uh, it seems as though you're, you're finding it more desirable to uh, catch up on the Marvel universe it sounds like i mean yeah that's the more sensible thing to do right <laughs> well yeah i mean because i i mean i just listened to your last episode where you were rating the was it every single marvel film no just the marvel cinematic universe which is like the, the universe disney has built that's what and, the mcu means i was like comic i was like i don't i don't know i don't know yeah what meant. okay so yeah. basically like MCU. I mean, for me, like, every Marvel movie pretty much before the MCU, I could really not even care about. Sure. I'm just like, I don't really care about these movies because they aren't part of the built-in universe that Disney has sort of built It's like Marvel what, Studios. What films are those? The ones before it or part of it? Well, like, like the ones that you say that like, you don't really care about. Like, what is an example? Well, like, of... just pretty much... Well, all the X-Men movies that have come out during this time period, too, and before it, because they okay. weren't owned by Disney, the mm. rights, the film rights. And then, like, the really terrible Fantastic Four movies and the Spider-Man movies that came out. But Spider-Man's eventually now part of the whole Disney thing. But Pizza time. Yeah, pizza time. Exactly. Which those movies aren't even that good. People are wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, it's just like... They're like so inconsequential now, and they don't. A lot of those movies before the Disney movies just like don't even really hold up. If you go watch them now, you like watch them now, and I'm just like, wow, they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> I see. Okay, well, so I mean, to to follow up to like what you had been talking about in in your episode, though, um, I think you mentioned this concept of like phase one, which is like pre phase one or something like that. Like, can you explain more on that? Because I was I was a little confused about. That. Um, I mean, so basically the Marvel movies have been in three phases that they've labeled them as. Okay. I don't know how much they, the phase idea really matters, but like phase one was like when they were like, yeah, we're kind of doing this, but kind of not doing this. Mm-hmm. Cause it was basically like based on if these movies were financially successful enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just throwing out hints to like being like, Hey, we're going to make an Avengers movie. Um, which they obviously did. Right. Um, but yeah, like phase one is like the first five or six movies. And then phase two is like the next five or six. And then phase three has been like 10 movies for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just like kind of divided into different phases to end like each set of movies. Um, 
like this phase is obviously ending with Endgame, and then they're going on to Phase Four. They've also just la- labeled phases one through three as like the Infinity Saga, um, sort of just putting them all into one big pile of movies. Okay. Um. Wait. So is there's going to be a continuation uh, after Endgame then? Yeah, it's just, nobody knows exactly what. The only movie that's been announced after Endgame is the next Spider-Man movie, because um, that's coming out in July. But after that, there's no for sure confirmed movies, but there's a big like assumption of what is coming out of like a good four or five movies that people assume exist are in production or pre-production. Mm, wait a minute. Uh, wait, is it the second Spider-Man movie where Tom Holland goes traveling or whatever? Yeah, which we assume it takes place after Endgame, because I mean, currently he's dead, but he's yeah, not I was, really dead. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I just thought about that. I didn't. I never realized that. I never put two and two together because that's like one of the biggest memes of uh, Call of Duty. Infinity yeah. Ward. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That okay. that that movie Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Okay. Um. So. Um. I think. I think it was. I think you talked about it. I don't remember. Or I just I was reading about it somewhere. Uh, Endgame is going to be very long. Um, yeah, three hours and two minutes. So I didn't know this. Um, I mean, as you know, um, I'm not super into movies. It's a commitment that is hard for me to uh, invest myself in. Uh, but the very few Marvel movies I have seen, I've very much enjoyed. Um, I saw Captain Marvel. Um, I like that a lot, despite, I guess, apparent controversies. Um Infinity War, I think. Uh, what was before Infinity War? Well, before it. Uh... Um, sorry, the. This is how much I don't even know. So, um, Infinity War. That what's like the the pretext? Is that is that Avengers colon Infinity War? Or yeah, what, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what's the Avengers before that? There was Avengers: Age of Ultron, and then just the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. So, and arguably, know... Captain America: Civil War is kind of an avengers movie okay yeah okay so i definitely don't think i saw i I saw some movie where there's like a helicopter crashing and samuel jackson and that's captain america probably captain america winter soldier is my guess Hmm. At least I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Or, or, or you're just making shit up. What no, do I know? No, maybe that was... Uh, uh, was that Iron Man? Iron Man 3 is... Uh, okay, what's Samuel Jackson's name? I forgot. Nick Fury. Nick Is is, is Fury at all in Iron Man 3? Don't think so. Damn it. I, just, there, I remember there's like this very like notable scene, or it was notable to me at least, that they're they're like in some building and there's like a helicopter cutting through the building or like the helicopter is is somehow very close to the building and like destroying this. Is this ringing any bells? I know you're going through this uh, this universe right now. I don't I don't know. Mm, okay. It's one of those movies where an explosion happens. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, if I were to get caught up, how many films are there in the MCU? There's 21 before Endgame. <laughs> and Endgame is uh, next Thursday, right? Um, yeah, I mean, the technical release date is Friday, but every movie, like, just comes out a day before, like, the evening before. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I've um, never understood it. I think it's super strange. It didn't used to be that way. Right. It's kind of a more, in the past few years, that they've been, like, 
Yeah, movies just come out the day before the release date is. We, we tricked you. <laughs> well, I mean, before they used to do like midnight showings, right? Or, or no? Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be like midnight showings, but people are like, I'm too tired for this now. Can you release it five hours, six hours, seven I mean, that, hours before that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny you mentioned that because you you were talking about how they're adding more time slots for these movies, uh, for Endgame, because yeah, it's they're like literally like so popular. Yeah, there's like two, three a.m. showings and like some places like some crazy so it's basically just going all night hmm. which has never happened before i've never seen anything oh. like that for a movie oh my god you're right people could go in when it's dark out and they're coming out when it's light if it's a three-hour film yeah, you know, yeah if that's exactly. starting at if that's starting at three then you're not even going to get to the movie to like what 3 30 or something with all the previews and all that or, or maybe yeah. they're gonna uh, cut that short i don't know but that's crazy um yeah uh, I am not going to be able to contain myself. I and mean, do you, when you go to the movies, do you, um, do you get anything, drink anything, eat food? I mean, yeah, sometimes I'm literally planning on not drinking anything like two, three hours before the movie. Right. Yeah. I'm not too, <laughs> because not like, I invested. will not make our movie. Like, yeah. if I try to, you know, drink stuff before, it'll not go well. Hmm. Yeah, I'll just certainly. be like halfway through, like, oh god, this is. I, I got to go to the bathroom. I think even in um, Captain Marvel, I remember when I saw Captain Marvel with the with the, with the lady, right? Yeah, the lady, yeah. the one lady, Brie <laughs> Larson. Um, uh, when I saw Captain Marvel, yeah, which is a fairly recent film, I said Captain America a couple times. Um, even even Same movie, even, even Captain Marvel, I don't think was super long um yeah i mean i stepped out at one point because I, I had to urinate it was um because i think i got like a super large beverage um and that movie's so, only like two hours like maybe 10 minutes yeah i was so i was, was like an extra 50 minutes for endgame oh hmm, actually no i think no i think i did sit through that because i remember um i remember i got to the end and i was like dying because i wanted to see the end credits the two end credits and I really had to go, and I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Like, when is this going to end? Um, so, actually, I, I take that back. I'm, I'm just, I'm a filthy liar. Well, I already knew that regardless. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so you've mostly just been senioritis And by that, it's just, like, watching Marvel movies. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, and I mean, just generally watching TV, reading comics, too. I would say. Oh right, yeah. watching watching the the new got got him. Oh yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, There's only been one episode of that though. So. Oh really? So they don't they don't just like dole it all out at once. No, which I'm with two minds of that because like I feel like if they did, people would binge the shit out of it before I could. Sure. And spoil it all okay so like this part of me that's like yeah weekly's okay but honestly i've like discovered that like weekly tv releases are terrible like it's so bad like it's like, such a like i'm so much more for the streaming formula of just being like here's eight to ten episodes just watch it all now i don't mm, care right because like so you could proceed with that on like your own pace or whatever yeah and then i also don't forget things because i feel like when it's a weekly show yeah, like I forget, like especially with Game of Thrones, with it being you know it's been eight seasons now, and I haven't really, well, I've technically rewatched it once, um, because I've I've seen the show, well, I've seen like seasons one through five twice, 
Um, cause that's when I rewatched it like a year after I'd initially watched it. And like, so like trying to remember everything in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I sometimes just feel like, like, I don't remember who this is and like w- what this thing is, but I mean, it's mostly like, I feel like I'm mo- more emotionally drawn to it when like, it's more like I can just binge it mm. because like, I remember everything. I remember all what the characters did and Oh, I think oh. cut out. Where did you? Um, you can't hear me. You disappeared for a second. Can 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 you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. What are you using? Uh, AT and T. I mean, I'm on Wi-Fi right now. Well, actually, I have FiOS, so technically, Verizon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Can't just. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The uh, weekly TV releases terrible. Streaming mm. good. Streaming's good. Is HBO like? H can you, is it? I, I don't know. Like people who have cable, like do, can you still like buy HBO as like a channel and like just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. watch yeah, a stream? Of, oh, that's that's interesting. Technically, um, I mean, I'm using the HBO Go app, um, through a cable provider, um, but it's still oh. the app. Um, but I mean, they finally like what a few years ago released HBO Now, which is their separate streaming service where you don't need cable because I mean so many people don't have cable anymore mm, so yeah I could see why HBO now is like 15 bucks a month which isn't terrible um, right. especially when they have so much exclusive high quality programming but yeah it's definitely more expensive than a lot of streaming services oh, okay all right so that's Netflix just keeps going up so I don't know yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean, and you're the one that told me that, like, Netflix was the sort of, like, more independent thing where Hulu is, like, a bunch of different cable companies. Yeah, I mean, Netflix is owned by a relatively big company, but it's not owned by the studios themselves. Whereas Hulu, Disney owns, like, 20-30% of Hulu. No, I thought Um, they they own majority stake now. Oh, I guess with Fox, they probably they probably do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, I don't know the exact percentages or anything, but it's a couple different studios who just oh, straight up own Hulu. Yeah, so they were talking about it on ATP when they um, brought up the Disney Plus thing. Um, they were saying that um, Disney now owns majority stake in uh, Hulu, and it's like around sixty percent, and then Jeez, the remaining forty crazy. is elsewhere. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean the direction that um, like. I don't really, I guess the direction of cable um, uh, is going in a strange direction. You know, more and more it's slowly shifting away from um, the getting a traditional package and just more of getting your uh, independent streaming services. But in another way, like it almost kind of repeats itself because like if you cut cable, but then you get like Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and I don't know what else is there. I mean, you well, I mean even if you get paying, like hulu with live tv or something like right. that um with actual channels it's probably at least somewhat close i would say if you're avoiding like the those type of packages like hulu with live tv or youtube tv or sling um, yeah then right. you're more towards the low, definitely cheaper than cable but if you start getting the more streaming packages i mean well, you're getting I mean, pretty close to cable prices right well that's what i'm saying because it's like i mean on the one hand it's nice that we have or I personally think it's nice that we transitioned away from like buying this huge bloated package of very few channels that you would really watch. Um, 
we kind of transitioned to the same thing. So it's like, oh, I want to watch that one show that's only on Hulu, so I got to get mm-hmm. Hulu. And then there's that one show on Netflix that I really want to watch as well, so I have to get Netflix. And then Disney Plus, I mean, you're sold on it. I'm definitely sold on it. At that price, like, I don't know. I don't know how, like how anyone's going to compete with like with what it sounds like Disney is promising in their streaming service and like what they're going to charge. And like, I don't know how the, how the hell those economics work out, but I mean, if it's well, super cheap and I can get all that, like that's a great deal. Disney is quite literally undercutting everyone because Hulu is like five ninety nine for at least with the ads and Disney plus is whatever, six ninety nine. So they're undercutting Netflix and HBO and you know, two big competitors so i mean that's like big i I think they can maybe just afford to do it and they don't care right i don't know yeah i mean i guess you know we've talked about this before i was like i don't really know how the economics of video and all that stuff works because i remember reading like i don't know it was like a bloomberg or business week or something article about disney plus and how like analysts were expected that they would like lose billions of dollars every year while the service is being built up I mean, part of that they talked about was going to be like the technical side of it, having developers, it sounds like, like, you know, write the applications and all that. Um, And, you know, in this, or, you know, depending on where that happens, I don't know if it's going to be like in Silicon Valley, whatever. I mean, developers generally are paid quite well, but like, it's not going to be billions of dollars spent on developing an application. So it's like, there must be some sort of valuation of like, the digital content and how that could be valued more elsewhere. I don't really know, but... I don't know if I buy, like, that much of a loss. Like, I can't actually imagine that when Disney consistently, like, all of their movies are grossing, like, a billion dollars. Like, they keep releasing movies that make, like, a billion dollars. Like, they're making so much money back from other products and services that I just Mm. feel like, how can they possibly be taking that much of a loss from having Disney Plus be at a low end? And a lot of people think the price is going to rise, but... I mean, who knows whether that's true or not. I mean, um, yeah. I'm sure they would prefer to not rise the price because <laughs> I mean, it yeah. just causes, like, basically a shit show. Yeah, it would not look very good with them because it's like a whole bait and switch. I mean, I think, I think personally I'm prepared for something like that to happen just because, yeah, like, certainly. I'm still blown away at how cheap it could be. Um, oh, yeah, you know, I expected I'll, at least 10 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely sign up for it um, and, um, you know, use that service. We're big Disney fans. Um, my uh, partner, <laughs> Sarah, more than the other. Um, but I mean, I, I, I like Disney programming. Um, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah. The only streaming service I'm getting is Apple TV Plus. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, yeah that's, I mean, that's the other thing about like Disney. I mean, Disney and Apple. I mean, on the one hand, I always kind of equated Disney to kind of be like an Apple type of um, company and that like everything about Disney felt like very like premium, I guess like, Oh, it's, it has the Disney name. So therefore it has that premium. I thought, I honestly thought that the Disney service streaming service was going to be like super expensive. Cause it's like, we have all this content. We can make you pay for it because like, like you get so much stuff with Disney plus you get like all the star Wars films, every Pixar films, Disney films and, all these original shows that are part of like the Fox broadcasting service, you get Simpsons. It's like, like it's going to cater to so many different people and have so much content that it's just like, if you, if we have like one or two of those things that you're interested in, we've got you hooked. And it's like, bam, pay us like $15. Obviously someone at Disney um, knows what they're doing or 
hopefully made uh, an educated decision on why they landed on that number. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm not going to complain about paying too little for something. I mean, I kind of am, but um, <laughs> it's um, it's interesting to think about. So. No, if you pay more, it, that that means it's better. Mm. Mm-hmm. By default, you know. That's why I, I buy the uh, 512 iPhone 10s. Oh, sorry, XS. You need all that storage for all the photos <laughs> you keep taking, all the nudes. No, I mean, uh, I mean, I have a lot of photos, but um, it hasn't grown that much. I mean, I think I'm, I'm still in the 200 gig, um, 200 gig iCloud storage plan, which I. So am I. What? So am I. Uh, which is primarily because of photos. Oh. Sorry, I thought you were saying something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice to have the photo storage uh, back up there or whatever. But um, yeah, so um, I have a couple things on mind. Okay, okay. Mm, so um, there was a slick deal the other day. You know about slick deals, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the deals aggregator. Um, so uh, it was a very uh, a pretty good deal on a slick deal that I saw, and I was like, "Man, I really, I, I think I really have to buy that." What was the what What was the product? Well, so I mean, we got four K t- TVs, as you know. I'm saying as I you know a lot. Future, yes. Sorry. Um, I mean, well, okay brief aside which is not very brief i'm sure it'll be very long um like so we have 4k tvs but like we have like very bottom line 4k tvs like i think we spent like three to four hundred dollars for each one and you know um one was mine and one was hers and we brought them together when we moved in um so i mean you know it's 4k which is great a lot of pixels blue but um it's not very both neither of those panels are particularly good i don't know if you are like if you're keyed into or like have experience with like really nice tvs no like, not really um, because i haven't bought a tv in years well no i was gonna say like i wonder if you know if your parents i know they have like a I don't know, a decent tv i don't know if that's like high quality or not or if you're aware of that um i, I don't know it's a t- they don't have a 4k tv well i mean still if it's like if it's a uh, was it like you know um, accurate black levels and color reproduction and I, I'm not going to pretend that I know things about uh, imagery. Nerd. Well, yeah. So like the one thing we have noticed is that um, yeah, it's not that good. I mean, the one noticeable thing is like um, black levels. So um, <laughs> so I don't want I don't watch many movies, but I did happen to watch about a month ago. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel embarrassed talking about this. Uh, I watched um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. That's um, the best movie ever made. But well, uh, so I mean, the title I always um, the title I always just kind of rejected or thought it was stupid. I'm like that 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 title is just so ridiculous. Like like what is this? Abraham Lincoln? He's hunting vampire. I mean, that's basically what the movie's about. I read um, the Wikipedia plot summary. <laughs> never watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the same thing as watching the movie. I mean, really. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Um, so I actually watched. This. I don't buy that, but sure. <laughs> yeah, coming from the person who doesn't watch any movies. Um, so the the 
I mean, I don't know if it was the weekend of, but whenever Captain Marvel came out, my friend was up for spring break, so we saw um, Captain Marvel. That's the right movie, Captain Marvel. Um, not Captain America. Uh, yeah, 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 for yeah, some yeah. reason, um, he brought up Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, and he was like, "We should watch this movie." And I was like, um, "Okay, sure." So I pull. It's up, great cinema, uh, you know. I, 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 you know, I get the movie and I pull it up, and um, there's a couple scenes where you know it goes into like complete darkness. Uh, so this was like a test of the black levels essentially, and I could see that it just looked really terrible. Um, it was actually like. It almost looked like, so the screen was like kind of black, but I guess more like grayscale because there were some regions that were darker and brighter than the others. And it looked like within that black screen, there was like video and like weird jaggedy pixels. And I was like, oh, this looks terrible. And at first I thought it was the, you know, the quality of the, the file or whatever that I was watching. But then I pulled up my iPhone, iPhone 10, which has an OLED panel on it. So you know, quick explanation OLEDs are that, you know, when things are black, the pixels are actually off. So that's why OLED panels get really good um, black levels. And that's why a lot of, uh, or the mainstream high-end TVs these days are OLED panels. Um, I was watching it on my iPhone and it was perfectly fine. Like the screen went, the screen, it looked like the screen was off. And iPhones are the best way to watch movies. I mean, I'm just saying like, like, this thing that's in my hand that fits in my pocket has a way better panel than the 4K TVs that we have in our living room. And that was just like, that was the aside that I was basically trying to get at. It's like, yeah, we have 4K TVs. I only watch they movies on my Nintendo 3DS. Are trash. You're the worst. I watch them on my Nintendo Switch. Get it with the times. Um, so yeah, we have 4K TVs, um, but we don't have a way to play 4K Blu-rays. Uh, and so 4K 4K Just Blu-rays buy, are buy movies off iTunes, you heathen. So 4K Blu-rays are, uh, 4K Blu-ray players are kind of expensive. It's outrageous uh, to me that like the PS4 cannot play 4K Blu-rays. Yeah, the PS4 Pro can't even do it, right? Yeah, that's like outrageous to me that that's not a capability um, in well, some way. I'm assuming the PS5 will be able to do that. But, um, oh, have you? I mean, have you? Oh, actually, no. I think I think I saw you retweet some stuff about um, the, the PS5. Yeah, like, I mean, very I briefly few... looked at it. The yeah. sort of vague news about it that it obviously exists, but I think we yeah already knew that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that article had like no concrete evidence about anything, so it was just well, like, no, there was a, an actual like person from Sony talking about it. Oh yeah, but I mean, like they're they're not saying like, oh, it's going to come out this time. Oh, no, no. But they basically implied that there's certain games that are probably going to be potentially launching on there. Sounds like The Last of Us Part 2 might end up being like a PS4, PS5 title. Yeah, that's right. And stuff like that. um, Which doesn't particularly surprise me because I think The Last of Us Part 2 has taken longer in development than expected, so it's going to just become like a dual title. Um, I but mean, yeah. that's not unusual for game. No, that's right? like that's pretty common. That yeah. uh, that definitely happened a lot um, when the PS4 launched. Um, a yeah. vast majority of the launch titles were also on PS3. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the only other thing I'm wondering is there like, there definitely could be potential that there might be a PS5 that launches that doesn't even have a disc drive mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Xbox One is now releasing a discless. Uh, console 
Yeah, I saw that. What's a terrible price point? Because I don't know why it's it's two fifty still. Yeah, yeah which is surprising to me. That's only like a fifty dollar price drop for a console that's constantly on sale at two fifty. Yeah, I think I I think I mean to be fair, but not really to be fair. I think they're trying to like entice you with that. It's like two fifty you get the console plus I think like two free games or something. But they're not like anything great, if I recall. Yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, so and the, I didn't know about this either. Um, so okay, we're 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 going in a bunch of different directions, but yeah. So basically, four K Blu-ray players are kind of expensive. Um, like when I was looking on Amazon, um, I think like the top choice for the for a four K Blu-ray player was like one hundred and eighty nine dollars or something like that. Um, and I was like, wow, like that's ridiculous. Uh, I remember I was walking through Walmart uh, one day and I saw a four K Blu-ray player that was being advertised. Um, actually, no, the price or the, like the barcode or scan thing that shows the price at Walmart, I think that tag itself said 4k Blu-ray player, but if you looked at the box, it was a, it was just a Blu-ray player that upscaled the 4k. So I don't think it actually read or decoded 4k Blu-rays, which is like kind of important. Um, but they were advertising that as a 4k Blu-ray player and that was like for a hundred bucks and it still is like way too much money for, um, something that isn't actually going to play 4K Blu-rays. Um, but uh, as you mentioned, the PS4 also doesn't play 4K Blu-ray players. But you know what does play 4K Blu-ray players, Jesse? Xbox, one of them do? I think both of them do, actually. Uh, I don't think, actually. Play? I know, they, they both um, actually play 4K Blu-ray players. Um, so for $185, um, I could have myself a brand new quotes because that's questionable we can talk about that uh xbox one s um so that was the slick deal and i was like wow that's a pretty good deal i gotta play my 4k blu-ray players Um, yeah and your uh your halos yeah so i have an xbox one s now Is it working as an efficient Blu-ray player? So, um, I mean, Sarah is, you know, slowly building her collection. We don't have a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even interested in buying discs anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're still about that. Um, I mean, to be fair, um, I don't think I don't think we buy Blu-rays that don't come digitally, because um, that's that that should be how things go like that that's great i like that like you can have a f- physical medium you can have a digital medium and it's okay. like super nice for consumers because like consumers legally own the content so why are you gonna make us buy things multiple times um so i mean everything that we have every new blu-ray that we acquire um comes with the digital code but um if there's if the option is there we try to get the 4k blu-ray player or the 4k blu-ray um but yeah, so we don't have a whole lot. Um, we tried out the, the Little Mermaid um, just because... Uh, the greatest friend... uh, performance of 4K. Well, because a friend I remember was saying was, it was like super, super nice looking or whatever. Um, and I mean, it, it definitely, it's definitely, uh, the difference is noticeable because, um, so we actually didn't get through uh, Little Mermaid because, I don't know. Because you don't have the attention for a children's film. <laughs> It was. I mean, it's not. It's not a great film. Like, oh yeah, it sucks. Daddy, no, I, I hate that. Oh. He's just complaining. I hate her. <laughs> so, like, we got to the what is it, part of your world song or whatever, and 
uh, King King. Oh, you didn't get what, very what, far, what's, did you? What's his, what's his name? What's the, King the, Trident? The, yeah, King Leonidas. So he he destroys yeah Aquaman the, yeah, yeah. the statue of of um of the man or whatever, and she's crying, and we're just like, oh god, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it was like it was a child, it was um, a childhood favorite supposedly of Sarah's, but as she she says as she watches it every time, she's like. I don't think I like this movie as much anymore. You know what my childhood favorite was? Mulan. I don't think we have that in 4K Blu-ray. Um, sorry, but about the 4K Blu-ray, um, yeah, like it looks really nice on the Xbox One. And for comparison, uh, we have um, The Little Mermaid uh, digitally on uh, iTunes and Movies Anywhere and all that crap. Uh, so we streamed it on the Apple TV. And yeah, it's like, it's a little slight, you, there's like slight differences you notice, like, you kind of see a little bit of graininess because it's like streaming and I don't know, compression and artifacts or some crap like that. Um, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm at the point where I just don't even care. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to have more physical space clutter of like boxes and discs. I'm just like, I'll just get it on iTunes and it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you're also, you're also in a position where you're like at the, at the edge of like, changing your environments you're graduating you're moving away whereas i've like kind of already done that so i think i'm a little bit more apt to like be open to yeah. collecting things i mean let's be honest i it was an xbox and then and i'll be honest there was a there's another slick deal where it was um microsoft is running a three-month trial for um xbox game pass for a dollar so yeah no i've heard a lot i i actually did the one month trial um not on my Xbox, but my dad's Xbox. Um, and I mean, the game selection is pretty solid. So, yeah, we downloaded like a bunch of games. Um, Sarah is in, Sarah is into the all the Lego games, so we downloaded a bunch, a couple. I think there was there was like Lego Star Wars, Lego Lego Movie game, uh, Lego something else, Zoo Tycoon. She was interested in that. There's like some game where you can tour Disneyland or. Yeah, Disneyland. That's the best kind of game. But more importantly, they had the Master Chief Collection. Um, so I downloaded that, and um, I played a little bit, but um, it's uh, it's been good. I mean, the one thing that I will say is that you know we played PS4 together, and you know we both kind of collectively shat on Xboxes uh, and how they were like the inferior console of this generation. But, I mean, I'll be honest. Um, it's really not that bad. It's a pretty compelling device. I just think the game selection is the primary issue. I suppose that's well, uh, that's probably true. Uh, in terms of just exclusives, I just right. by default, I think PS4. I think objectively, honestly, it's not even really a subjective thing. I feel like objectively, there's just more exclusives on PS4. Well, I think I'm just like so frustrated at how bad. Sony handles the UI. Like, I don't know how their menus are so bad. It's so bad, Jesse. Hey, I'm not saying it's good. I don't really like the Xbox one either, though. No, I mean, I mean, at least in terms of fluidity, um, it's fine. I liked it. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, the Xbox isn't perfect. Um, there was a bit of ambiguity Microsoft's as to like... Over here. Okay. What's that? Microsoft shill over here. <laughs> okay. There's not um there's not a lot of or sorry, there was a lot of ambiguity in terms of like what happens when you shut off the Xbox. So like, you know, with, with PlayStation it's very obvious like turn it off all the way or put it in reverse mode and we'll do this. 
Uh, yeah, the first time I like turned it off, I wasn't really sure if um if you don't turn it off right, Cortana comes and kills you. Something like that. Yeah, and yeah. like some stuff they're they're not like super clear about. Like you know, there's an option to like be able to turn on your Xbox Cortana. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'll try that. And it's like, no, you need a microphone. Get a connect. I was like, well, okay, I don't want to get a connect. So it's like, you don't want to get a connect. Let me <laughs> tell you, that is the that is the way to play your game. All right. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the menus felt a lot nicer. And I know that that's something small to say, but I really, I thoroughly enjoyed going through the menus on the Xbox. But can you can you play Spider Man? Uh, yeah, I wrote a exactly. Shin. You so can't play Spider Man, so I throw know, it in the trash. No, I wrote, I wrote a shim that um, um, hacks in the mainframe and um, mm-hmm. and translates the code. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing Uncharted Four as well. Oh yeah. Oh, there, there's um, wait, Uncharted is uh PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a game that's like Uncharted on uh, Xbox. Do you know what it's called? I'm trying to think of it. No, I have no idea. Like, like the the. I mean, I don't know if the game actually is like it, but like from the game uh, game art and the title. And I mean, I'm sure that. there's some franchise that decided to copy the look because i mean i mean arguably uncharted is just indiana jones anyway um but you know would it really surprise me if someone took the the style of an of a pre-existing popular game yeah i mean um but yeah i guess in terms of game selection you are right um because i remember what did i see i saw halo i saw gears of war um is fable xbox yeah, yeah, but I don't um, even think that's really. I think that's mostly a dead franchise at this point. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I think they stopped at three. Which even Gears of War, like, isn't really that popular anymore. I don't yeah. even think Halo is that popular anymore. Yo, yo, Pillar of Autumn, Cortana. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people didn't like the last couple Halo games. Like Halo Five and Four mm. seem super, super popular. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I think it peaked for a lot of people at Halo like three and Reach. It seems I don't know. I could be just making that up, but I just feel like it's not really talked about that often. Everyone's feel, too busy playing their their Fortnites and their uh, their Apex Legends. It feels so long ago. Well, I mean, at least um, I do like the Xbox. Uh, seems to be accessible. Um, like they have their super configurable accessibility controller. Um, I discovered going through the menus there's something called like Copilot. So I guess you can like pair two controllers and just like merge the input. So I guess like if two people want to play as player one with like two different controllers. I don't, really, I don't know exactly the context of when you'd use that or why, but it seemed like a novel idea. I was like, oh, the, only, the only like equivalent I could think of is like for PS4, there's like you can take control of the other person's screen somehow. I've never actually what? used it. Yeah, there's some feature of taking control of the screen with uh, your controller and no you can do it from afar, I think. Hmm. I don't know the logistics of that, though. I've never hmm. actually tested it out because I've never seen a scenario where, like, I think the concept of it is, like, if you needed help in a game. Hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And someone could help you with, like, some part. Um, hmm. I think that's the main reasoning for it. Whether people actually use it, I don't know. But it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was a good, it was a good timing, the, the three-month deal and um the i mean what i would argue is a super cheap xbox i mean because i don't i don't know what the, the one s actually normally retails for um, i think it's like retail is like 
250 300 something like that yeah. but well, i feel like it's so constantly on sale like yeah. all the time um i mean honestly the consoles in general are pretty cheap right now yeah so. i mean i i've definitely been eyeing it or like keeping track of like prices at least on like amazon because amazon i think you can just buy like a a base um 1s for i think it was like 220 and i was like i mean that's pretty cheap too like because I was like, oh, I mean, I do want a way to play 4K Blu-ray players, but also sort of want to play Halo again. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good deal. Um, content with it so far. Yeah, now you'll never play PS4 with me again, because you'll be too busy playing on Xbox. Yeah, I still have a one-year membership on PlayStation Plus. Well, so the other thing that I thought was interesting about the Game Pass, I mean, I guess... I guess it is kind of a problem with a lack of exclusive titles that Game Pass doesn't have anything like too great. Like I, you know, I downloaded uh, Master Chief Collection. I downloaded Halo Five. If I ever get through all those games, unlikely if I will. There's so many games I need to get through. Um, I downloaded Fallout, Fallout Three, because I wanted to play through that again. Um, explore the DC area after we destroy ourselves. Um, and I think that's like that's it. I don't think I have any other games queued up. On the other hand, you have something like PlayStation Plus where you get like a free game every month. And granted, it's not like amazing. Sometimes it's like something decent, like uh, Modern Warfare Remastered. Like that was cool. Um, something I also want to get through, but probably won't. Um, yeah, I mean PlayStation also has PlayStation Now, but I don't think really almost anyone actually uses it. It's as far as I know, it's just like really expensive. Um, it's not really trying to compete with Xbox Game Pass, what but it is... has PS4 games, it has PS3, it has PS2, it has PS1 games. It has titles from every PlayStation generation, as far as I know. What but... is it? What? What is it? PlayStation Now? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like the same thing as Game Pass. It's uh, it used to just be streaming, but now you can actually download the games to your console. Um, hmm. But it's like a subscription service too. It's existed for a while, but nobody cared because it was so expensive. Mm. Um, and it didn't used to have PS4 games on it, but now it does. So I think they're trying to improve it, but I don't think they're doing a very good job price-wise mm. um, actually competing with Game Pass because Game Pass mm. seems to always have deals going on and good price range, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass isn't like super expensive. It's like 10 bucks a month, which that's, that's not... That's really cheap, I would yeah. say. Yeah, Um given like what you get access to but i guess what i was just trying to say is like it's like uh what playstation plus does with like the free game every month is like somewhat compelling i mean it's sort of a slow burn where you like slowly build your collection over time because mm-hmm. um, you do get some interesting games like uh, i think they did the witness at one point which i'm hoping to play through at some point again a bunch of games that i need to get through that i probably won't ever um but like uh, i think that was it's um interesting how the two platforms are taking different approaches. I didn't even know about PlayStation Now, which shows how much effort they put in towards advertising that. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's $20 a month for PlayStation Now. Oh, I mean, it's like it's twice as much. It's not... And 100 or 100 a year or $45 for three months. Okay, yeah, so they do some sort of like batch pricing. I think... So Xbox does three-month pricing, but they just triple... The price. It's like ten dollars times three. It's like twenty nine. Yeah. So there's no actual. Yeah. It's like not really a deal. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, yeah. Well. Wow. Michael Barbaro. Um. But oh. Uh. One of the things that I wanted to mention though was the unboxing experience. 
um, was sketchy, which, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll hand it to them for getting me a super cheap Xbox, but pretty sure it wasn't a brand new Xbox. And there's probably a heroin needle in there. Maybe. I don't know. I, I got poked at one point, but, you know. Like, uh. um, no, uh, like, I mean, there's tape. You know, there's tape that holds the box shut, but it was it looked like it was taped over. <laughs> like, so that was, like, one red flag. Um, all the cables are, like, are, like, bound together by, like, you know, a little adhesive strip. But it looks like someone peeled it and then, like, re- uh, adhe- adhered it or whatever. Maybe you just got a refurbished Xbox. I mean, uh, maybe it's refurbished or like someone just like repackaged it because like I mean it, it looks new, it feels new. I mean I've only had it for like a week and it's fine, but um, red ring of death. I'm in a room right now. I know you didn't guess that, but I'm in a room right now and it's really hot. Well, it's because you're in it, you know. No, I think it's. And this room just gets really hot. We don't have the air on. It's really frustrating. The condo controls the air. Um, Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, and it's like, it's ridiculous. Like, they're turning it on uh, April 29th. We're in the northern Virginia area, and we've had days over 80 multiple times. So, it's been fun. If you die of a heat stroke, it'll be, uh, it'll be nice knowing you. All right, well... It's really hot, and uh, I got to poop. Damn, you should keep that part in. I think that wraps it.